You're listening to World of Empowerment Radio. Your station for practical spirituality in a changing world. And here are your hosts, Angel Rose and Ahanu. You are all very welcome. I am Ahanu and this is my lovely Angel Rose and today we are blessed to be sitting with the great Peggy Rubin. <laughs> Isn't that a good line? Now, what a fantastic start. For those of you who don't know who Peggy Rubin is, we're going to let her tell you because she has a wealth of experience in this little town called Ashland in Oregon, but also much wider afield. And the reason I mention Ashland is because we have found out that this is a fantastic location for Shakespearean theatre. And I love Shakespeare, I love the theatre, always have, was on the stage myself for a short little oh bit. But that's not really why we're here. I just wanted people to get a kind of a feel for the great background that you have, and you're going to tell us a little bit more. So give us an idea of <laughs> well, why you're you here. Are. Well, yeah. I came here because of the Shakespeare Festival. Mm -hmm. uh, in 1957, with my first husband, we were, we were Shakespeare actors from Texas, and the man who inspired Angus Bomer to begin the... the this festival uh, was was B. Iden Payne from England, and he had the idea that you should do Shakespeare as Shakespeare wrote it. I mean, on the kind of stage. So this was the first Elizabethan theater in the United States, and and it was all inspired by Mr. Payne, who was our teacher at the University of Texas. So he had an inroad here. So that's how we first got here. My first husband and I, we came up the hill into Ashland, Oregon, and there at that time it was a much older stage than this one, and it took our breath away to yeah. see an actual Elizabethanish stage because you could still see it over the hill and uh, over the wall and so it felt it felt at that time like this was my my homeland I like to say that my husband George Buffiatis at that time brought me to the arms of William Shakespeare and I have never left those wow. arms so yes, yes. Uh, and I and I worked here um, we, we were here for three summers it was a tiny festival then then went away for a long time and then came back to be on the staff in 1973 after my second husband died and so I was on the staff and on stage uh, for 13 years and then I met Jean Houston and she was interested because she's also a lover of the theater. She was interested in the festival, interested in my work in the theater. And she's the one who said, the first, the first assignment I had when I went to work with her was she said, okay, uh, we're doing a conference on sacred matter in the Netherlands. And I have signed you up to do a talk on sacred theater. Right. Now, okay. I, I knew this was coming, right? Because when we, when most people talk about Shakespeare, it's like a peripheral entertainment. But we're we're digging deep down now into like the psyche and the archetypes of Shakespeare and all of that, and we're talking uh, about where it goes into the sacred. Well, uh, it the theater originally was um, an act of worship, in, in at least the Western theater, the Greeks and the rest. So. It always has had that that um, that, that underpinning of a richness nice. that makes it sacred. So, but with Jean's challenge, I I went back and looked at the traditional powers of the theater, and I applied them to human life. To mm -hmm. how how does it feel to be incarnated 
you know, because that's what you do on the stage, you incarnate somebody. So it's a whole, the power of incarnation and the power of now, because everything on the stage is this moment. Yes. There's no, and, and there's no other time. Mm-hmm. And, and you're, so that, that's a wonderful power to bring to your life. And you need to be aware of where the place is. Where do you stand in the world? Why are you here? What have you come to do? So all of the powers that you, and that you work with as an actor, as you would know, just to apply them to your life. So that's that was the beginning of Sacred Theater, and I've been doing that since Jean gave me that assignment in 1987, I think that was. Okay. So gosh. So and then I did workshops. I've done the workshops, and I have a, a book about it called "To Be and How to Be." Uh, that's about living your life as a sacred play. So that's where that came from. So I did that, and then I, when I went to work with Jean, I got to be on her stage, but in my own being. So that was a that was a challenge. You don't get to you know. You, she gave me a couple of assignments to be so, and I and I tried to fulfill those. But she also is the one. Jean is also the one who gave me the assignment about joy, which is what I'm on right now, and I have been on for. I think 19 years or 20 so, years. Let's yeah. take a little fork from okay. there. Okay, take a fork. Because we we want to talk about joy. And yeah. the, the reason is because Angel Rose does a lot of readings for people all over the world, plus uh, our own presence in the marketplace, let's call it, you know, on YouTube and on podcasts and that. We, all, we have an audience who has responded to us about these kinds of issues. Uh-huh. And some people, in fact, have said to us from time to time, oh, I'm so glad I listened to your podcast because it really saved me from committing suicide. That's how serious, oh, it, is. Okay. It's how serious it is. And when you mention joy, I feel, and I, and I know Angel Rosa, we've often talked about this, that it seems to be something that is kind of outside the reach of most people. I know we feel that it's kind of out there. Do you know, it's very hard to be immersed. Well, you immersed. get moments of it. Yeah. But they don't last. It's very hard to be immersed in joy all of the time. Yeah. So tell us, how does one get into that? <laughs> joy. <laughs> There's, it's, been, it's been a subject that I have been focusing on for the past almost 20 years now. And... Again, it came as a result of an assignment from Jean. She said, you're going to develop a philosophy of joy. Okay, sure. Easy. That was a challenge. <laughs> Easy? I don't know. But the wonderful thing is that, I, I mean, I studied it. I looked at what caused pain. I looked at all, this, all, all of the studies about suffering. Yeah. And, and what happened was that a friend said, between the time you leave your house and drive to Jean's house, which is 15 minutes, you will receive from the great one you care about, the great feminine divine one, you will receive from her exactly what you need to know in that 15 minutes. This is a, this is a good, old, this is my oldest friend telling me this. And indeed, by the time I got to Jean's, I had been given what I call a path for joy. Wow. A path for joy. It, 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 was, it was an eightfold path in imitation of the great and holy Buddhist tradition. But, and then it became nine because the first piece had to be how to source yourself in joy. So it's a path. It's a practice. That's the main thing to get over to people. Joy absolutely is one of the primary uh, forces of creation. I think it is absolutely present in every uh, drop of uh, 
reality. It's there. And our, our, our practice is to tap into what's there and to relish it and to bathe in it and to uh, become what I teasingly call people a joystick. So that you send it out without, yeah. without working hard at it or anything. You just, you become, it becomes so central a piece of who you are and what you are that you have no choice but to just give it mm -hmm. in any way you can. And I don't want to be um, new agey about it and say, you know, just be happy. That It's not that. It is an actual practice. Mm -hmm. And... But can it rub off on people? Oh, yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know that That's expression, you know expression, birds of a feather fly together. And if, you, if you're in the company of joyful people, yeah. You, you feel joyful. Yes, yeah, 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 right. yeah. And that's what my, my workshops this year are about bliss. And I'm calling that the outer reaches of inner joy. And it's the establishment, established in joy, then you perform actions. And those actions are, are sort of... Uh, that's from the Mahabharata. Oh, uh, yeah. And, hey. and so uh, you're, you're moving with the joy out into the world. That's the, that's the great dream and desire. But the, but for the personal the personal work is this nine nine steps on the path. And what I imagine is that the path is like a beautiful, beautiful lotus on a pond. All right. So you think of it that way. If you step if you step into the center you know, you know you're connected to the mud of life, okay. but you're, you're, you're gathering nutrients from that wealth of mud down there, which is what we've all lived through and mm -hmm. in, but it's coming up through water and being fed, and then it blooms. So we think, I think of that as the source. So you think of everything that makes you, that gives you joy. The, the child's mm -hmm. laughter. I mean, and you go for everything, and you, you make this, you have this sense that there really is this, uh, this blooming, lifting potency of everything that gives you happiness and gives you joy. And you keep that going, and it keeps pumping, and you set it going so that it is, it does keep pumping just the way the nutrients come up out of the mud in the pond. But the lovely thing is, if you step on one of the petals of this lotus blossom that is joy, step on just one, all of them begin to quake. And so, and, and so it's not do this and then do this. It's, it's that just, just mm -hmm. to begin, mm -hmm. just to begin. Mm -hmm. Now, would people see that as work? Do you know what I mean? Because people have an aversion to saying, oh, that sounds oh, great in practice. theory. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. Well, the nice thing about it is, is it, it is the easiest path of any kind of spiritual endeavor. I, I do make that claim for it. Nice. Because it is so much fun. Mm -hmm. It's so much fun. And it, you, it, the first little thing is, what, what can I believe about joy? And that's the first step, is to think about what you believe about joy. Do I believe it exists? And if I believe it doesn't exist, then what have I felt when I thought it was being joyful? So you, you, and you test that belief. You know, it's, it's again, it's, it's like, the, like the Buddhist practice. It's not a matter of faith, it's a matter of practice. So you, you practice, okay, so maybe I'll believe today that there's joy in that uh, pomegranate blossom, just opening to the sun. And then you begin to feel the love affair that the world has with the sun. 
<laughs> and, and, and so you're, you're basking in a mad and passionate, ecstatic love affair with the universe pouring that warm and lovely, even sometimes too hot sun. And you say there's nine steps. That sounds like the one and only step you need. <laughs> that's the only, well, actually, I mean, that's what I mean. You step on one, you got them all. Yeah, and you yeah. wake them all up and they all... Yeah. But the one, I, I want to do this one just, just for the pleasure of it, because this is how you build it, okay? So the, 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 ones, one, the basic step is joyful awareness. It's like paying attention. Oh, look at what's happening with that bird singing. Oh, listen to that. Oh, look at that puppy playing. Or look at that child dancing. Or, you know... Right. Listen to whatever, this piece of music, and make yourself happy on it. Mm -hmm. So so that's awareness, that you become a detective. Okay, so there's joy. Oh, there's joy in that iced tea. Oh, there's joy in it. So you, you pay attention. You pay attention. But this is the sweetest part. Okay, so we'll do a process. Okay? All right. This is this is one called acceptance and acknowledgement. And that one, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do the practice. Okay, is that all right with you? Sure. Okay, so here it is. Okay, <laughs> I want you to know, Angel Rose, that you have given me great joy by just being, by knowing what you know and being on the cusp of the world's stories and the world's, and, and wanting people to be uh, clear and happy and filled with well-being and, and the fact that you've given your life for that. And that you adore your grandchildren, you have given me great joy on that. So, that, but that—that's the second step because the first step is called acceptance. So I will have observed you and known you a little bit for a little while, and I will just realize that you have given me joy, and I will take that joy in. I will accept. I will drink it. I will bathe in it. The joy that you've given me, I actually do that. Okay, till I feel like it's part of me, and then, then I acknowledge it. Then I say. Absolutely, thank you. You have given me such uh, a depth of sweetness and understanding <laughs> in 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 the way in the way the world works. Mm, okay. So that's 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 that step. Okay. Then okay, I'm gonna do the same for you. Okay. So now you. I'm just I'm just my, my my mind is going here, and I'm thinking, what you're talking about a love affair? The kinds of things that a man might say to a woman, or a woman might say to a man who are deeply in love. They're the very things that you're saying. Like, I, I, I breathe in your presence. I just love being with you. I, everything about you excites me. You know, right. That, and, but you I, can do it to, to somebody you don't know that well. And it, it might... It, okay, so if you're passing a, a, a kid on the street or somebody who's wearing a red shirt... And that, and that gives you, that's what you look for. You look for things that give you joy about somebody walking toward you. And you just, you look at the red shirt and you just, you smile inside and you take in the, the whatever that red shirt feels like and however it looks and all that. So you drink it in and then you at least acknowledge to yourself, I have just drunk joy. Oh and now, but if it's a dear friend or beloved or even, even somebody that you're moderately friendly with, just to say, I, you have given me such joy, and it has changed me. Mm -hmm. wow. Thank you. Okay, now here's the trick. This is how you grow joy, okay? Okay. Because then, if she's, if she's in on it, okay, she drinks in my praise. Okay. Or my joy. She drinks in how much joy she's given me, and I've told her, okay? Mm -hmm. And then she drinks that in. 
Okay. And then she says, I am accepting the fact. That, see, this is a hard thing because when people yes. compliment us, we say, oh, thank you so much and walk on. Yeah. Or, or no, not me. Really, oh, you it know, couldn't I, be me. It yeah, is somebody me, else. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, right. so we're refusing yes. their joy. Right. And, we're, we're, and so we're denying joy yes. in the world. Does that make sense? Yes. But if you truly drink in my gratitude and my acceptance mm. of your gifts, you drink that in. And then you say, I'm accepting your prayer, your praise, and I'm acknowledging you for giving it to me. So you see how that would You're, pack doubling, it up? you're doubling up the joy now. Exactly. Yes. That's how yeah, you yeah. grow it. Yeah, you see, yeah, yeah, you say, yeah. well now, honey, the most wonderful thing about you, of course, is not only your presence, but also your voice. So I just drink in that Irish word. <laughs> they make me so happy. They make me so happy. The blarney. So it isn't blarney at all. It's just pure beauty is what it is. So I'm t I, t I drink that in. I drink that sound in and let my ears just dance as they hear that beautiful, beautiful way of speaking, that deep place from which all Irish speech comes. And I drink it in and then I tell you about it. And then if you really listen and instead of saying, oh, well, thanks so much, or, oh, not me, or whatever. If you really drink it in, okay. And then you say, I, I got it. I got I got your joy uh, here. I can feel and, it. And it gave me joy. Did it give you give? Yes. You, did my joy give you joy? Yes. Okay. So then you say you're you're loving my voice has given me joy, and now I'm not acknowledging you for acknowledging that. So it begins. To, you see how it dances? Yes. That's why. That's what it does. It dances, and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. So that's that's a major piece. It's not the only one, but it's one of. Do you want to hear any more or not? Well, yes, of course. Yes, absolutely. But in terms of um, trying to, I suppose, summarize it in a sense. So, so you got a, 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 a what was it? An instruction from Jean to to create this joy, and then you went off and you studied it, and then you came to these various steps, right. and you just outlined to the those eye of a practice. few steps. Yes. yes. Right. Yes. And how? Like I, I could feel it from you, mm -hmm. and I know Angie Rose could because yes. I could Absolutely. see the the joy in her face. Does it stay? Is it lasting? Is it something that people can you, hold up? That's why it's a practice. Okay. 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 Right. So that's what that's what you do. Is you practice, and you, and you find it everywhere. You know, you yeah. you just you seek you seek joy, mm -hmm. and and I have learned one thing very recently uh, because of the work I'm doing on the book about it, is it what the thing that jump starts it. The thing that jump starts any joy is praise. It's just, and I say that I mean, you can call it gratitude if you want to. The great master says that the prayer of thank you is enough. But it can be gratitude. But if you want to amp up the gratitude just a little bit, you start to sing praise or speak praise or feel praise or think praise or whatever. For whatever. For, for the color of that tea, you know, for, for, the, for the fact that... Uh, uh, this shirt is green. <laughs> you know, you you you. Um, Would this you, be like the the praise of God? You know, you know, in, oh, in yeah, traditions and yeah, yeah. religions and things. Right. Yeah, and it's always it's an ecstatic. Me. Yeah, it's an ecstatic thank you. Is what that's good. It's a thank you. It moved to a little higher energy. Right. And I've all I always I have friends who said they don't believe in God anymore because any God that needs all that praise. Uh, right. yes. isn't God and I said it's not God who needs the praise we need to give praise we need to yeah. give praise because it it feels the, it's the most wonderful thing to do is just to be 
Praise him for the green in the world. Praise him for the shape of the hill. Praise him for the fact that I got up this morning. Praise him for the fact that I can uh, drink water and the water is so delicious and, the, and all of those things. So it's a, so it's a, it's a, if, if you did nothing else for joy, just, just spoke or thought of praise for, for being able to move your hand, you know, or, 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 or take a walk, any of that, it'll, it'll jumpstart the joy. Gosh. Yeah, for me today, when I was laying in bed, I was listening to the, uh, there was a combination of wind chimes and birds. And just the sound of the wind chime and the birds singing was, I was just like, oh, I'm in ecstasy right now. I'm just listening See, to them. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, then saying thank you to the wind chimes, thank you to the wind, yeah. and thank you to, to the, the wind. birds. Right. Right. Yeah. And, and, and then, and they will hear it. That's yeah. what's so yeah. wonderful. The wind chimes will respond, yeah. as you well know. And the birds will respond yeah. if you say thank you. And, and then, and you grow in joy, you know, because then they feel joy because they gave you joy. That's right. So, That's right. It, so, so it, would it you say them. that, wait, one second, would you say that, that the experience of joy is intimately connected with giving? Instantly connected with giving praise, <laughs> or, okay. or or give yeah. It is a it's a thank you. I never quite thought of it that way before, but it it is an absolute. Um, it's a spiral, so that if you if you receive things and acknowledge that you're receiving something amazing, wonderful, different, and new, or just. Aliveness. It's it's a kind of radical aliveness. So you you but you but the essential thing is to receive it, and then to give whatever you feel about it out in the world in a in a poem in a email to somebody or something. So you you pass it on. It's a good that's a good way. But it is it's it spirals. But it it, it so it's not it's not just giving. It's, you need, you, it's receiving because mm. when you give people joy and they tell you about it, you need to be able to receive it instead mm. of deny mm. them their pleasure and right. deny yourself. And, the and that's a good point that when you don't accept, yeah, it oh, does deny me, something. What did I do? And yeah. Yeah. well, right now you gave me joy, so thanks a lot. <laughs> yeah, right, right. I needed that today. <laughs> yes. okay. So it's it's yeah. You have another question or a thought? Well, I, I do, but you know what I'm going to suggest, Peg, and I hope you don't mind, is because. A lot of times people watch our videos or listen to our podcasts in short little chunks. Ah. And it might be on their way to work or, or sure. out for a walk or whatever. So I'd like to be able to just draw this session to a close right now. And what we'll do is we'll promise to have you back again next week. Okay? <laughs> and we'll, we'll continue the discussion. And what we'd like to do is for you to give us the, another few steps of the joy. Okay. Right? And then... I love for you. I know I heard you, and I was immensely impressed. You gave me joy when when I saw you and heard you, like down stepping, like a meditation. But but it was, I don't know what it was. It was like a, a streaming of consciousness. Would you be able to do that for us next week? I, I say yes. Say yes. Say of course. Yes. Of course. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's leave it at that. We will be back next week with Peg Rubin. And we will leave our contact details below this so that you'll be able to get in touch with us or in touch with her and hear more about this book of joy that she's planning. Thank yes, you. Thanks. 
You have been listening to Angel Rose and Ahanu on World of Empowerment Radio, your station for practical spirituality in a changing world.